Are you ready to get fired up? This is the Spitfire Podcast with your host, Lauren Lemunyan, the Spitfire Coach, a certified life and business coach out of Washington, D.C. We're talking to everyday people on the topics that burn them out and ignite their passion. So sit back, relax, and get ready to spit some fire. What's going on, guys? It's your host, Lauren Lemunyan, and I'm super excited that you have joined us for season two of the Spitfire podcast. Now, if you didn't catch any of the episodes in season one, fear not. They're available on our website at spitfirepodcast.com, or you can listen to them on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So head on over there, click the link, download it, subscribe, tell your friends, and enjoy the show. What do you do when everything you wanted you planned for, you dreamed of? What if it comes true? What do you do now? Today we're talking about fear of success. What do you do? How do you manage it? And how do you move through it? This is something that's super personal to me and something that's very top of mind. So if this doesn't feel like my normal chipper self, it's all good. It's all normal. It is part of our emotional range. So sit back and if you have input on this if you've experienced this I would love to hear from you and the more we can share the more that we can acknowledge the highs and the lows of life the more we can support each other so just to give you a little context I have been at coaching full-time for almost three years on June 4th it will be three years that I left my job and launched fully into the Spitfire coach And there have been some major bumps along the way. There have been some disappointments, some failures, but some awesome wins. The fact that I'm able to do this in a very expensive city, the fact that I continue to grow my client base and the type of services that I can offer has really been amazing. And this is not a pity party of woe is me, but this is about acknowledging the internal struggle that goes on in our inner story, on our inner script, uh, that I think we all need to pay attention to. For me, that internal script shows up as sabotage. Um, I go from being really excited, really engaged, like killing it business development-wise, to completely shutting down and isolating. And if we're not aware of these signs and signals, it can have major repercussions on our relationships, on our business, and on our own physical and mental health. So this is a warning call, but also just a gentle nudge to pay attention to what's going on. Um, and, and what I did, and this is totally up to you of what you do, but I think the biggest thing, the biggest step is to just be aware and to talk about it. And thankfully, I have a podcast where I can do that. And if you don't find a medium to do it, maybe it's writing Maybe it's talking it out uh, with a coach, with a friend, with a therapist, but make sure that you have a vehicle to process this because I don't want you feeling like you have to handle it on your own. So getting back to, to my story, I have in the last, I would say three or four months, really kicked it into high gear. And before that, I had made some steps where I wasn't fully in. I love coaching. I loved my clients, but there was always this piece in the back of my head nagging me of, you're not going to make it. You need to rely on someone else 
to give you a paycheck. So I did contract work. I did consulting work. I did part-time jobs. And the last straw for me was in December where I went into a situation that was toxic, that I knew was bad, and I allowed myself to fall into it. And looking on paper, I mean, logically, it was super dumb for me to do it. And the person that was in charge, I didn't trust. I had worked with them before and they were a story spinner. And, you know, if they're listening to this, this is real talk. I I went in thinking that I was invincible and I could fix this organization. And I lasted all of four weeks. Uh, I was losing sleep. I was super stressed out. I was in high conflict and I was resentful, but not at anyone else other than myself. And it wasn't that I was mad at myself for the decision to do it, but I was really angry at going back into that pattern of not trusting myself and not going all into my business. And I made it four weeks and actually like I I went out kind of in a blaze of glory where I was just like, this is not for me. I went into a board meeting and they made some really bad decisions that I knew that they were setting me up for failure. So I quit and had a lot tied into that because this organization still has not paid me. We're almost 60 days out and I wrapped a lot of my own personal value into their willingness to pay me or not. Now, there could be a ton of other stories, but I felt personally slighted that I had gone against my own intuition, gone against my own self-respect and loyalty and trusted a person, put my trust in a person that I really didn't trust. And you know, evidence is, is key. You've got to look at the facts. This person still has not paid me. This person still has not reached out to me to apologize. And I don't really expect them to. But I realized at that point that no one else was in charge of my destiny more than me. And I've made some amazing leaps. My, my coaching roster has tripled from year to year. Now, this is exactly what I plan for. I am literally standing at my quarter one goals. It's on my wall right now. This is exactly what I wanted. But it, this triggered a major panic attack in me last week that is still kind of lingering. Now, it sounds crazy because we all think that we are aiming for success, that this is what we want. So we should be happy. And it doesn't mean that I'm not happy. It doesn't mean that I'm not proud of myself. But it stretches the story of myself. It stretches the idea of, of the rhetoric that I've been in for three years. And let's be honest, for 35 years, maybe not 35 years, because I think as a kid, I wasn't really into how much money I was making. But this has been part of my storyline for so long. And now all of the things are clicking together. So what do I do with it? What do I become now that I have a different story? Because I can't, I can't say I haven't had a stellar quarter. I can't say that I am not growing my client base. I can't say that I'm not increasing my billable rate. I am doing all of those things. But it is scary. Because what does it mean next? Does it mean that I get to a certain point and then fall flat on my face? Does it mean that I have to now be a different person? So it's made me have to check how I define success. And look closely at my past behaviors and patterns that have taken me out of it. So I mentioned the saboteur. I mentioned the isolation. I mentioned the, the reclusion of, of me connecting. 
I know that personally my asset as a business owner is my relationships. It's my ability to go out and connect with people. I know that if I get in a conversation with someone that I have a very high likelihood of doing business with them. But my brain tries to keep me safe and small. It tries to keep me locked into this pattern of just stay home. You don't need to do this. You don't you don't need to do you don't need to stretch. Stay comfy in what you know. You can't you don't have capacity. And the point of the matter is I do have capacity, but when I don't, it's because I convince myself to not push. And maybe it's not even not push, but to not trust, to not trust myself in this new version of myself. So this is all very fresh to me, but I wanted to capture this because it's what we don't talk about. I run a Spitfire Circle once a month, and I'm so proud of these women that come together because they do express this concern. And I don't always have the space to do that because I'm facilitating. So you get me on a podcast doing this. Um, I I stayed up last night. I had a very emotional, uh, I would say, release where I just got really honest with myself of what was this that was showing up and what did I need? And for me, I need to define what is success? Who am I as a leader? Who am I as a business owner? Really, it's all of the things I do for my clients. And if you haven't heard this theme before, like the shoemaker without the shoes, what we do best for other people, we suck at doing for ourselves. So if you are like this, this is your permission slip to go and take care of yourself first. Because if you're not charging yourself up, if you're not maintaining your energy, you cannot be of service fully to your customers, to your clients, to your family, to your relationships, and to yourself. It's okay to take a break. And I'm... As exhausted as I am today, I actually ended up sleeping about nine hours. I'm so thankful that I had the courage to just face what I was doing because I felt the backslide happen again. And I don't want to go back. I don't want to be the person that runs and that hides. I don't want to be scared. But I also acknowledge that this piece of me, this, this darkness that comes in is part of my story. And it's part of what makes me real and allows me to connect with other people. Now, I may have mentioned emotional range earlier, but it's true. If we feel happy, 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 super high levels of happiness, we can feel super low levels of sadness. And it's not an evaluation or a value on who you are as a person, but it means that you have really, you have a deep spectrum of emotions and it allows you to connect with other people. And the more that I coach, the more that my empathy gets, gets the muscle gets expanded. And with that is growing pains. And it's all part of this process. So the more that I can objectively look at it and acknowledge that I'm a human being and I'm going through this process, I'm learning from other people, I'm learning from myself, I have to take stock in it. And if I'm too busy doing and going, my body will let me know that I got to slow down and I've got to pay attention to it. And so if you are a doer, a hustler, you think the struggle's got to be real, it will catch up to you. It's okay to have quiet moments. It's okay to be scared. But it's not okay to ignore it. It's not okay to deny this piece of yourself. Not every aspect of life is going to be sunshine and roses. We can feel the feels. That's where the beauty happens. If I didn't have this moment last night, I would probably be trudging through my day, 
probably watching Netflix from bed, maybe doing a load of laundry, but not feeling like I was contributing to my happiness. So it's just about having a conversation with yourself. Get a journal. Just do a brain dump. Or like I did, I just pulled my phone and used my note section. I actually got inspired. I was watching the Gilda Radner uh, documentary last night. And this woman, I mean, was the essence of laughter, but she didn't pay attention to herself. She, between eating disorders and, and cancer multiple times, it wasn't until the end uh, where she realized that she was in control and could she could determine her message, she could determine her output, but it, it was through her writing that people got her joy, that they understood all of the aspects of her, not just the funny girl, but who she was. So we need to be able to touch touch all of those parts of ourselves. We need to tap into it. We're not always strong and courageous. We're not always funny. We're not always clever. We're not always compassionate. There are multiple dimensions of us. And if we don't have the space to express that for ourselves, not anyone else, then we are holding back. And I say that because all of the clients that I work with, whether in, they're in business, at home, they're starting a business, whatever is ailing them, undoubtedly there is one common theme. And it means that they're not showing up as their authentic self. And that word is overused, but they're not tapping into who they are and what makes them powerful. They're playing a role. They're trying to be accepted by other people. They think they should be a certain way. And when they are just themselves, everything flows together. It connects together. And that means embracing the fear. It means embracing the risk. It means embracing the happiness. It means taking compliments. It is all of these things. And yes, it's uncomfortable. But this is the magical key to all of it. It's paying attention to every aspect of ourselves. And dropping the expectation and obligation that comes on from other people. Whatever society thinks you're supposed to be, whatever your parents think you're supposed to be, whatever your boss thinks you're supposed to be, who do you want to be? And if you don't know, it's okay. But play around with it. Maybe start with some descriptors. Start with some feelings. You don't have to have a label on it. In fact, I don't want you to have a label on it. I want you to get into that mode of how you want to feel when you are fully aligned with who you are. How does it show up? How does it act? How does it impact other people? Spend some time with that. And if you need some inspiration for words, there is a values worksheet at spitfirecoach.com slash worksheets. This will give you some inspiration. This is how you figure out your values foundation and if you, if you don't know, pick some words that stretch you that maybe aren't showing up right now, but you would really love for them to be in your life. This is what we call stretch values. So this is a great exercise to start honing back into you and to help you focus back into what you want. Another exercise is to focus on how you define success. So imagine that you're somewhere in the future as this powerful, authentic self and you feel extremely successful. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What does that taste like? Who is around you? What are you doing? When we can visualize what success looks like, it doesn't matter about the small milestones. It matters how we feel along the way, how we show up, how we're in alignment. 
and the people that we gather along with us. And when we know how we want to feel, we can start feeling that way now. So this is your opportunity to not have to grind, to not have to hustle, but to just be present, to just listen, to be compassionate and loving and kind and gentle to yourself. Not every day has to be a massive win, but the time that you spend with yourself is the win. It's the prize because you are present. So I hope this was helpful. I would love to get your feedback on this. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at lauren at spitfirecoach.com and keep me posted. And until next time, you guys keep being awesome.